0: Welcome to the Clifford Chance Careers podcast and the Celebrating Heritage podcast series. In this series, we are celebrating and highlighting the cultures that make us who we are and the diverse experiences and voices here at Clifford Chance. In this episode, we shall be spotlighting Holly, which is also known as the Festival of Love or the Festival of Colors. By way of introduction, I'm Nicholas Chong. I'm a trained solicitor here at Clifford Chance's London office. And today I'm delighted to be speaking with Narin Singh, a partner from our London Financial Institutions Group, and Indrani Datta, a conflict analyst from our London office. So welcome all, and thank you very much for joining me today to speak about this festive celebration. Could the both of you, starting with Narin, briefly introduce yourself to the listeners?
1: Yeah, sure. So I'm Narin Singh. I'm a partner in our um, Financial Institutions. M&A team at Clifford Chance. I've been in the firm since 2001, so 20 years now, a part of the furniture. Um, I am Hindu. I was born in this country. My parents came over from India in the 70s. And I was brought up as, um, I was brought up as a Hindu, so, um, you know, regular trips to the temple, regular singing, regular celebrations. And I'm really happy to be talking to you about Holi.
2: Thank you, Nicholas. Hi. I'm a conflict analyst in the conflicts team that sits within the risk team of Clifford Chance. I've been at the firm since 2014, and it's a very busy team. I love being part of it. We approve new work and deal with various things like sanctions and conflicts and confidential information and risk issues, and the idea is that we keep the firm safe and commercially competitive. I was born in London. My parents settled in the UK from India. My father came in the 60s and my mother came in the 70s. And uh, I've been brought up as a Hindu. And it's only in my adulthood that I've become a practicing Hindu. And it's a huge part of how I live my life. Um, It connects my dance and music and friendships and life goals and also career goals very nicely together. And it's a real pleasure to talk about Holi today with you.
0: Thank you both. We're both very lucky to have you here. And um, so let's get into it. What is Holi, Indrani, if you could be so kind to take this question?
2: Well, Holi is one of the most beautiful festivals in the Hindu calendar. It symbolizes the festival of love, the festival of colors, and the festival of spring. It celebrates the eternal and divine love of Radha and Krishna a divine god and goddess couple. It also symbolizes the triumph of good over evil and the victory of Lord Vishnu over a demon king. The holy celebrations actually start on the night before Holi with a bonfire symbolizing the destruction of evil in the form of Holika, the sister of the demon king, who was known as Hiranyakashipu. was killed in the fire. It's the next morning that we celebrate Rangwali Holi, the day where all the powdered colors come out and everyone celebrates with great joy.
0: Thanks, Sindrani. That's really insightful. Um, So what significance does the Holi celebration then have for the both of you personally, uh, starting with Narendh? Well, it's interesting,
1: actually, because my first memory of Hawley was actually when I was in India um, on holiday with mum and dad when I was younger, and I, I was really young at the time, and um, it, it was amazing because much more so I found over in India than here. Um, people were going really wild, you know, my cousins, you know, even my grandparents in terms of Um, going out on the street and in the garden and throwing um, colour around and really having fun um, and letting themselves go. It was kind of, you know, people are really running around and letting themselves go and going back to basics, and I think you get lost in the moment, which is amazing, because it means that you're really focused on on what's going on and what you're doing, and and it's one of those rare moments that you can totally switch off from any other troubles and, and really enjoy yourself in a religious context as well. So that was my first memory. And ever since, I guess, on Hawley, um, when I'm you know, back here, it's, it's less colorful, I, fi- I find. There's not much dye being thrown around. But we do get together with friends and family friends and all the other kids who grew up as second generation um, Indians here as well. Uh, you know, it's lovely to see everyone. We've grown up together. Um, and, and actually, it's more about, of course, you do the prayer. But it's, it's more about socializing and eating. I mean, eating is always such a big part of any Hindi festival. And I love stuffing my face with um, Indian sweets and everything unhealthy and artery thickening. It's part of the <laughs> fun. And, and what about
0: you, and Johnny?
2: Oh, I agree. Food is a massive part of Holi. <laughs> and I'm a bit of a foodie. So yeah, I totally agree with Nirin. Um Personally, the significance of Holi for me is um, it is a time of renewal, rebirth. That's what spring signifies. It's also a time of forgiveness. Um, It's a time where people can mend broken relationships. Um, They can forgive each other. And the context of all this playful outdoor color-throwing at each other allows people to really relax and and, and forget about all of those duties and obligations and stringencies that they have um, it, it's, it's a, a little respite from all of that um, and the way that the Hindu mythology of Radha and Krishna is woven into the celebration of Kali is so beautiful it's a time when you see a, a great deal of um, performing arts coming together and depicting all of these stories of Radha and Krishna in the uh, open air um, through dancing, singing, music. It's it's a really beautiful thing to to witness. Um, And of course, within all of that is this deeper message of Lord Krishna who is the incarnation of Lord Vishnu as uh, regarded as a saviour against darkness and evil. And I, I like that it's Lord Krishna who has so much... Attention thrown on him during this festival because he's entwined with creativity nature love and particularly mischief He's a very mischievous God So that that bears a lot of significance to me um, Part of my childhood was actually spent in India and so my first memories of Holi um, Are in India and I remember friends and family coming over and they would all be dressed in white in starched white cotton tops and t-shirts, and completely prepared with an array of colored powders, and uh, once everyone was ready, you would have this onslaught of color outside the house, and you wouldn't stop until every single person was covered top to toe in a rainbow of colors, and finally we'd have to then go and change clothes, um, probably even have a thorough shower, (laughs) and then sit down for a mouth-watering meal. Um, and that, that sort of exuberant celebration doesn't really take place in London, partly because of our weather, and also I think it's, um, it's not something that takes place in the Western world. I hope it will in the future, but I'm lucky that some of my friends still observe it. So every year we get together in Hampstead and we celebrate with, um, a very mild exchange of coloured powder, music, dance, lots of food. Um, of course, things were a little different this year, but uh, it's still a very, very special
0: time to me. And you both have um, alluded and gone to some detail about how you celebrate Holly. Um, I guess the next question naturally follows: Is how how do you how did you celebrate it this year, especially with the new constraints and the new norm?
1: starting with end, maybe? Yeah, sure. So this year was a bit different. It wasn't as exuberant as last year. But the good thing coming out of all of it is because of Zoom, you can actually celebrate it with your relatives in India too at the same time if you get the timing right. And so it's not, you know, it's not the throwing of color around the computer screen because you obviously can't do that. But... You can eat together, and you can pray together, and you can celebrate together, and you can do everything that you're supposed to do. And in is absolutely right. It's, you know, a lot of it's about mischief and letting go. And so you can always do that on Zoom. You can always make fun of each other and, and really get to spend time with each other. Um, and of course, the prayer is a really important part of it. But, but for me personally, it's the actual interaction and the uh, Putting the prayer into practice and in how we all interact with each other um, with openness and, and forgiveness and um, Leaving troubles aside, you know that manifestation of what the the, the principles behind who are um, so, so yeah, I mean, you know the zoom celebration was fun I, I can't wait to do it in person though not least because I can't have my mum's cooking over
0: mm-hmm. zoom And what about you and Johnny?
2: Oh yes, I'm so thankful for the various ways we've found to connect with each other through Zoom. This this past year has really shown how creative and and how clever we are when we're missing our families and we're missing our friends and our mentors, you know, who are all across the world. And Holly was no exception. Um, I'm, I'm thankful that Zoom came to my aid and, and managed to catch up with my favourite family friends, um, as well as direct family, my teachers, many of whom live in India. Um, it was a home celebration, apart from Zoom. Uh, so we didn't have any visitors coming and sampling my mum's amazing cooking. But uh, I, I made sure I put my order in of my favorite uh, sweetmeats. Um, there's some very, very special sweets that are celebrated during this time. Uh, something called Balushai, which is a deep-fried sweetmeat made of flour, butter and sugar. So, wouldn't recommend it every day, but it's it's really yummy on special occasions. And then you've got uh, a, a very special drink called Khandai, which is a milk-based drink mixed with crushed nuts and infused with saffron, so it's really celebratory. Um, and, uh, and, and something that reminds me of a, of a British uh, dish. Gujia, which is an enriched solid milk, which we call kir. Um, It's filled with this kheer, a sweet, but it actually looks like a mini Cornish pasty. <laughs> so I quite enjoy, enjoy similarities like that. Uh, but the celebration at, at this year was very special still. It was at home. It was nicely done. We had some of my favorite foods and some live music. So this year has been very special.
0: Sounds like it was very eventful. And Naurin, and maybe you could tell us a bit of uh, a bit of about how you have maybe special foods that you had particularly this year, or generally in Holly uh, when you're celebrating. Special foods. Yeah, special foods or specific foods that you typically serve during the well, celebration. Yeah,
1: I guess each each person has their has their different foods that they. Eat. They're their favorites and actually one that there's a constant theme through everything Indrani and I are saying when it comes to uh, Moderation and health Um, So you can't have this stuff every day But my favorite thing actually is is my mum. I've tried making these and I just can't do them no matter how much I try so my mum makes these um, These puris which are like um, I don't know how to describe them Indrani. They're like small rotis that are deep fried and puffy. How else? How would you describe it?
2: Yes, you're right. They are deep fried. They're, they're probably deep fried in key, if yes. I recall correctly. <laughs>
1: saturated fat more saturated fat yeah it's um they're, they're, they're delicious and we have them with um mum makes them with them uh aloo potatoes like spicy curried potatoes and it's absolutely delicious i wish we could have it more but it actually just comes out at special occasions and hawley being one of them so that's my favorite food and obviously the indian sweets um are, are a really big part of it and actually there's a place i don't know whether you get where you get yours in dormi but there's a place near euston um a street i can't remember its name behind it where they have umbala and other other shops so you know anyone can go there to get their sweets drummond street yes, I think.
2: yes drummond street i remember that and, and it was it was often a place i would pop into as a student because it doesn't sort of break the bank but it really really fills that deep craving for for that you know home home style indian food and the street food that's so unique to india um, I, I remember that street with great
0: fondness. <laughs> yeah, sounds <laughs> really, really good. I would like to try it, and I think when uh, things open up, I'll definitely do that. Um, so, what suggestions could you give the firm and other organizations uh, to support colleagues so celebrating Holi going forward? Uh, maybe starting with Indrani this time.
2: Sure. Well, I like the idea that Holi is so um, open. It is a festival that welcomes everyone. It isn't necessary for someone to be of the upbringing of being a Hindu or practicing as a Hindu or even any of the affiliated religions to Hinduism. It it isn't necessary. The spirit of Holi applies to anyone who embraces that spirit of abundance and creativity and self-expression, family and friendship, and forgiveness. So I like that Holi is aligned with promoting creativity and collaboration. And in fact, in India, there is a strong tradition of corporates promoting Indian classical music and dance during these key annual festivals. And they definitely don't miss out on Holi. And it provides a space for business and culture to coexist aesthetically and naturally together. And so this year, I've noticed several online digital festivals have taken place. So in the future, personally for me, it would be wonderful to see Clifford Chance showcasing the diversity and richness that is abundant within our firm in a way that is seen and appreciated globally.
0: I'm definitely taking notes. I think we can, at the REACH Network, can definitely do something with that. And how about you, Um, What's your take on this? in terms of the firm and other organizations giving
1: support? Well, I think it's an over—it's a bigger point for me, because it's not just about Hawley. I would say for every key religious festival in the calendar, I think firms and corporates um, should engage with all of their communities and keep a calendar of the key festivals. And everyone should educate themselves about you know, what is Eid, what is Visaki, what is um, Hawley, Diwali, Christmas um, you know, all, all of the, um, Hanukkah, all of the various celebrations and holidays that are out there, and I think when people have an understanding of what each of the festivals is, it, it gives a greater affinity with how your colleagues are celebrating and why a particular day is important to them, and it just gives a really good insight into different cultures, and on a personal level, how you how you interact with your colleagues that are celebrating it. So, for me, it's about education and awareness and acknowledgement, and, and in that way, sort of celebrating together, I guess.
0: That's a very important message, and something that this podcast series seeks to build upon. So that brings us to the end of our podcast. Thanks to the both of you for sharing your insight and personal experiences with us. I've learned a lot about Holly, and I'm sure the listeners have too. So, you have been listening to Clifford Chance's Celebrating Culture podcast with respect to the Holly episode today. Do not forget to subscribe to our channel and stay up to date on future episodes coming soon. If you would like to know more about our UK REACH network and about Clifford Chance, you can visit our website at www.cliffordchance.com.